0: Hello and welcome to the Popcast, produced by the Goethe-Institut and Bayern Zundfunk magazine. October's particularly colourful this year, and so are our five recommended releases for this month's Popcast. This time around, they range from soft dream pop to dark post-rock, along with a blast from our German krautrock past. Our featured artists today are Keshawada, Glasgow Coma-Scale Guthun Gut and Mabe Fratti, Faust and for starters, Tala. This is Grave Dave Greeden presenting the English version of Anchi Potman's show. Tara makes melancholy, atmospheric dream-pop in the style of beach house or cigarettes after sex. This native Berlinerin herself cites Hope Sandoval, Masi's star singer, as one of her biggest role models. She also reveres Phoebe Bridges for her badass songwriting, as she puts it, among other things. Tara's style is clearly anything but innovative, and yet it sounds so wonderfully soft. The guitars trail away so beautifully. ..that you'll succumb in no time and join her fans, who include BBC Radio 1 and the Band Festival. Thaler's debut album, Adolescence, is indeed about growing up. It's a classic coming-of-age album.
1: I don't
0: think it's just about myself and my own experiences at all. It's more about this feeling of inadequacy, of being an outcast, failing to understand your own emotions. It's a feeling you have when you're 17 or 18, and then 19, 20, 21, 22 years old.
2: All these years in which you go through so many changes. So I
0: wrote down my feelings, though they're bound to be the feelings of others in similar situations. That's mainly what I was getting at. Also interesting is Tala's music career, which got started on a trip to the Canary Islands. Before the Canary Islands, I had no musical career. At 22, I said to myself, I'm fed up with the city, got to get away. I want to experience something, see the world.
1: Then I ended up on the Canary Islands by chance and stayed for three
0: years. At the very end of my trip, a friend of mine came to visit. He had a little travel guitar with him and said I ought to learn a few chords on it, seeing as I was always singing but couldn't play guitar. I thought, I'm 24, you don't start learning guitar at that age, but then I did all the same and never put the guitar down again. Let's stick to dreams for a while as we segue from Thaler's dream pop to Kesha Vara's fantasy cabinet from Cologne. Introducing Keshaf Pura and Niklas Schneider. Keshavara are into dreamy psychedelia. Their Cabinet der Fantasie album invites us to turn our backs on grey, everyday life and plunge into Keshavara's polychrome universe, a universe in which pretty labels like exotic spiritual pop or outer-national downbeat psychedelia don't really matter. Keshavara themselves simply call their music, quote, fantastical in the sense of imaginative music says Niklas Schneider. Das kommt auch zustande dadurch, dass und so sehr verschiedene Einflüsse haben. Keshav and I have so many different influences. Everything from spiritual jazz to 1970s Italian Soundtracks and 80s Japanese Yacht rock. We push our shopping cart down the aisles of music history, so to speak, helping ourselves to whatever takes our fancy. And it was very important to us on the new album to make it all sound organic, which is why we recorded everything live, old-school style, on drums, bass, guitar, ukulele and keyboards. We recorded a lot of Indian percussion with Keshev's father. We have wind arrangements as well as a string quartet, which is a highlight for us on three tracks. We're big on grooves, catchy bass lines. We dig a cosmic sound lingen sehr viel Wert auf grooves und baselines die im Ohr hängen bleiben und mögen es wenn es kosmisch klingt the new keshavara album sounds like a very very pleasant trip like a day at a beach bar where the drinks menu is long and the next morning far away Keshav Pura the son of Indian jazz percussionist Ramesh Shottam, grew up in Cologne, India, and on tour. He travelled a lot later on, too, including an artist's residency sponsored by the Goethe Institute. Keshavara's music is infused with all the impressions, sounds, genres, and eras he experienced during his travels explains Keshav. It's always exciting for us to see what happens when you put a feeling, an idea, into a totally new context. Applying that to music, if you work up an outline of the music or lyrics to a song in Germany and take it with you to India, for example, you can hear the new influences at work there and what that does to your original idea. Then you go back to Germany for the final production. This change of perspective yields interesting outcomes that are otherwise hard to achieve. By the way, the new Keshavara album comes with a surrealistic experimental film in which acting, music and dance fuse into a vaudeville-inspired avant-garde spectacle, a veritable fantasy cabinet. Let's make our way up the Rhine now from Cologne to Frankfurt for Glasgow Coma Scale, a trio who like it a bit harder. Glasgow Coma Scale are the brothers Piotr and Marek Kowalski, plus their new drummer, Lala Adamovic. They recorded their album Sirens in Koblenz with the help of Kurt Ebelhäuser from the band Blackmail. Sirens is a dense, driving post-rock manifesto. It's expansive and exalted. Stoner rock fans should relish this dark, occasionally menacing music. And Glasgow Coma Scale's Guitar Walls of Sound are impressively compact. Here's what bassist Marek has to say about the band's name and how they got started.
1: Beruht tatsächlich auf einer Skala, die im medizinischen Bereich eingesetzt wird zur Ermittlung der
0: The name Glasgow Coma Scale is actually based on a scale used in medicine to determine a state of impaired consciousness. We're not doctors. None of us is like a medical school dropout. But I was playing in another band a while back and we had a guitarist whose girlfriend was studying medicine. Even though we were a punk rock band, we were fans of post-rock or stoner rock or instrumental rock at the time, and we liked the sound and meaning of Glasgow Coma Scale. And that aside, the band Mogwai from Glasgow. They're a bit of a role model for us. We really like them. So we figured the name would fit quite well.
1: Als Vorbild für uns nehmen und die wir sehr gern mögen, und wir dachten, dass es einfach dann doch sehr passend wäre uns so zu benennen.
0: Marek Kowalski also talks about the brothers' early musical education before Mogwai. Mein Bruder und ich, wir stammen an sich musikalisch
1: gesehen aus einer klassischen Familie, denn unser Vater war Orchestermusiker. My
0: brother and I were actually raised on classical music. Our father played in an orchestra and tried to instill a love of music in us through classical music. We got to play the violin, too.
1: But we soon realized we preferred a different kind of music.
0: So we traded in our violins for electric guitars and immersed ourselves in music that was the exact opposite of what we'd been brought up on.
1: At the outset,
0: we definitely went in for metal. We grew up in northern Poland, where there were plenty of metalheads back in the late 80s, early 90s, which certainly influenced
1: us. Then grunge came along in the 90s, of course. Later, when we
0: moved to Germany, there was a pretty big hardcore and punk scene around Leipzig in Chemnitz.
1: Those were pretty wild times. We went to
0: lots of gigs. We really ran riot. And at some point, we discovered this stoner rock stuff. Somebody played us some Kaya's, which planted the seed. That's how it got started. Irgendwann kam auch
1: diese Stoner Rock Geschichte. Da hat uns irgendjemand mal Kaya's vorgespielt, und das ist eigentlich so auch bis heute geblieben irgendwie. Das ist so ein Grundstein irgendwie gewesen, und das war so.
0: The weather is the default subject of small talk, wherever you go. Gurun Gut and Mabe Frati, however, have made a whole concept album out of it. It's called Let's Talk About The Weather. Is this warm?
2: Is this it's this guy.
0: Let's Talk About the Weather, is a collaboration between Gudrun Gut and Mabe Frati. Gudrun Gut, a musician and producer who also runs a record company, has been a veritable institution of the Berlin music scene for decades. And Mabe Frati is a cellist and experimental musician from Guatemala, now based in Mexico City. I got in touch with Gudrun Gut for an interview. She didn't have time, unfortunately, but kindly answered my questions in writing. I asked her how they came up with the idea of making a whole concept album about what's typically the subject of small talk, the weather. Good replied, Yes, it was a subject of small talk, though not any more, unfortunately. And that's the point. During a video call with Mabe, we were comparing our situations and inevitably got to talking about the weather, since she was in warm Mexico City and I was in the cold, foggy Okomak. The conversation then turned to Covid-19 and natural disasters, and it was immediately clear to both of us that this isn't small talk. It's of vital importance to our very existence, and consequently a subject we'd like for the title of our joint record. The change in perception is particularly interesting, and the weather front has got even worse in the meantime. It's everywhere. The core of the album is the title track, Let's Talk About the Weather, which comes at the very end of the album and is divided into four sections. Krautrock-style synth passages and Mabe Fratti's cello are interspersed with snippets of conversations about the weather and climate change and excerpts from weather reports along with field recordings, street noises, birdsong and humming engines, a dystopian ambient soundtrack to climate change. The recordings are from Berlin, the Uckermark, Cruz, and Mexico City which makes for an exciting dialogue between two countries and two unique artists, who, by the way, got to know each other through the Goethe Institute at a Teichmann Brothers workshop with young Latin American musicians in Malinalco, Mexico, back in 2015. Marbe Fratti immediately struck her as especially talented, recalls Gudrun Gut. The very next year they performed together in Berlin and stayed in touch ever since. By the way, Gudrun Gut was in Mexico with Hans-Joachim Irmler from the band Faust that year in 2015, where they performed as Gut and Irmler at the Normal Festival. And so to our final music tip of the month. To conclude our October popcast, let's jump 50 years back in time to a small town on the edge of Harburg County in Lower Saxony, where six musicians from Hamburg have taken up residence in a former village school in Wimmer. They call themselves Faust. And there in Wimmer Faust became Krautrock Icons. And here's the Faust track, Krautrock. <laughs> Along with other early 1970s bands like Amandou, Neu, Can and Cluster, Faust make experimental art rock with a psychedelic touch, in which walls of sound collide with electronic sound collages and cosmic music. Their output is unpredictable and unbridled, venturing freely beyond the hitherto familiar structures of pop and rock music. Instead of imitating British and American models as they'd done in the past, German krautrock bands began developing their own style, and were in turn championed by British enthusiasts like radio DJ John Peel The seminal records of this first generation of krautrock were produced for the most part in the early 1970s and that includes the most important works of Faust whose innovative output is still relevant today Faust's style defining early years have now been compiled in a compact box set including their debut album Which Like So Far their second album was a total commercial flop Also included are the Faust Tapes, Faust 4 and their so-called Munich album Punkt, which they recorded in 1974 in Giorgio Morodo's Musicland studio, but which wasn't released until now due to differences with their record company Virgin. The box set also features two bonus albums with other previously unreleased material from Faust's studio in Wümer. And with this blast from our Krautrock past, this is Dave the Dinosaur Creedon. Signing off on Angie Portman Show, have a cosmic October.